Hello and welcome to Life Changes You. This week I'm talking to Abed Abu Dahesh and he is in Lebanon and he is a chemist. And we actually met on Instagram quite recently, but I really liked his updates. So I wanted to have a chat with him and find out more about his chemistry path that he's chosen and a bit more about him. So hello, Abed, how are you? Hello, Daniel. Uh, I'm fine. How about you? Thank you so much for having me here. That's okay. Do you want to tell people what your Instagram handle is? Uh, My Instagram handle is at neuro underscore cam. Um, This is my chemistry page. And it's a page where I, I chose this page as I am currently a chemistry major but I have a passion for neuroscience. So to motivate myself to research topics on neuroscience and the brain and the body, I I started this page in order to keep, keep, to keep updates, to, to share this knowledge with people. And at the same time to share it with myself, because when I research and make these posts, I learn new stuff. Well, look, I have to say that just the few that I've read, um, I've learned lots of different things. And that's why I found you so interesting, (laughs) because I think you also put it in a way that uh, normal people can understand, not people (laughs) with a big brain like you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, I try to make it as simple as possible, because not everyone knows this big terminology. Not everyone knows. um, Not everyone is a biologist. I'm putting this out for anyone in the common people to understand these simple terms. And I'm discussing topics such as vitamins, such as uh, um, diseases, such as uh, a little bit of chemistry. There's a little bit of chemistry and reactions, but I don't really like to focus on them. I really like to focus on the bigger picture, which is how, um, how this vitamin affects this part of your body, for example, and how they work in coordination with each other. Yes, you're you're very um you're very intelligent at such a young age. Oh, thank um, you so much. It's really good. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself, about your childhood, and what made you get into chemistry. Okay, well, it was a pretty good childhood. Um, um, you know, I was I'm the first child in my yeah. family. So yeah, so I got. Uh, if you want to look, look at the photo albums, it's just all me, <laughs> and like my and like my siblings. There's a little. I have a brother and a sister, and yeah, where it was a childhood where we played, and it was a very creative um, childhood in the terms of um, like being active, like imagination and stuff, and like playing pretend games and this all helped me with my imagination and creativity and yeah we played with my dad and my mom and we had uh, family gatherings and all and as an Arab uh, we Arab families I mean basically all families but uh, but especially like in in, th- in days like this like uh, we are currently in Ramadan yep. so th- th- it's, yep. it's like a holly it's a holy days and there's it really stresses on the on the family part of Ramadan so yeah we used to have these like family gatherings invite all my uncles and aunts gather around and have iftar together and yeah what we can't do that anymore since some of them left lebanon some of them married some of them and even the ones are here because of covid and all so yeah we can't really do that anymore but it was nice that i i managed to do that when i was younger and uh, have all these memories and all these moments with my family 
And what was your schooling like? Because if you're a chemist, what made you at school decide, I want to be a chemist? Well, actually, I didn't decide at school. I I, I was good at school. Like, I wasn't, like, the smart. Well, when I was, like, a little kid, I was, like, on top of the class. Um, But, like, when I uh, managed to, like, when I became in bigger uh, um, levels of my classes, like, I became, like, it's okay. Like, I wasn't, like, the most intelligent kid in in class. I was, my grades were fine. Yeah. And uh, it's okay. I mean, grades don't matter anyway. I mean, they don't affect us now in any sort of our lives. But yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, my grades were fine. I managed to um, leave high school with a good um, GPA. Yep. And well, I didn't, man- I didn't like know I wanted to do chemistry. I was very lost in my senior year of high school. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yep. So I just, uh, I actually first went, uh, my first year in college was biochemistry. Yep. And then I was like, no, I don't want to do biochemistry. I just want to do chemistry because I managed to understand that chemistry is not more of what we used to take in high school and middle school. It's more than uh, reactions and stuff uh, like numbers you see and calculations. Chemistry is is something very big and it opens like very big doors um, in industry, in business, in science and research. And yeah, so this option that I can have this this great majority or, or this vast majority of doors in front of me like really is uh is a comfort idea to know i actually don't know what i want to pursue but yeah. i will see yeah i would just want to finish this year and i will see what i will do later okay so look when we were talking yesterday the topic that we were going to talk about was how has reading influenced you yes. so when did you first get into reading and what sort of things did you read that influenced you to become where you are now well, I wasn't when I was, uh, I was like, I wasn't a big reader when I was little. I was just like a reader. Like I would read like a couple of books every year. Yeah. But then, especially last year when all the, like the lockdowns took place and I discovered that uh, I started reading books on to grow my psychology knowledge. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I started reading that, I found that, oh, I, I read this and I actually didn't read on paper books, which is something I want to talk about today. Many people like uh, debate on whether um, it's effective to read on uh, electronic books or paper books. So that's very something that I have um, uh, like a point of view about it. And I want to share it because paper (laughs) books are, are, of course, they are great in the experience. They are great uh, to hold the book and to feel it and to actually dwell in the experience. But I guess uh, I leave paper books for fiction, to be honest, for fiction and all of that. But uh, all the books that I read about psychology, about business, about uh, growth are all electronic because I feel that it's more of effective for me to have uh, this option where I can like highlight and copy and paste it into a database to always have it as some someplace I want to go to. Like when I like want to talk about, let's say a book on business and I want to get back to that book and I want to get back to that author, I wouldn't just open the book and just search for it. I would go to that database, which I use a platform called Notion. 
if you've yep. heard about it. It's a very great platform to, to put all your database in it. So yeah, so I put my database on Notion. And when I come back to that book, I see all the things that I highlighted, all the things that I pasted and all the sections I made, like this book taught me lessons. Um, they are, these are topics I want to research about the author mentioned. Um, these are um, questions the author made me think about. This is what I call um, effective reading yep. because I just, I don't want to just read. I want to actually read effectively and all this information i want to i want to have it and you can't obviously remember it all in your mind you can't store it in your mind mm. so you have to store it in some place that uh when you get back to it you see oh my god that makes sense and i want to use this and yeah it makes it actually easier to remember that way especially if you use uh, for example i read this uh, book on neuroscience and every time i like an idea it's called successful aging. It's really good. Um, every time I like an idea, I copy and paste it and I add, attach an image around it. Let's say the author was talking about reading. And so I Google images of someone reading and I just like paste it around the idea. This wow. way I actually remember it when yeah, yeah, I yeah. see that picture. It, it's stuck in my mind. Yeah. Look, yeah. you've just convinced me because... Um, I'm still studying my Bachelor of Counselling and I've yes. always been of the opinion that the book is better because I can highlight it, I can put like sticky notes on the pages so I know where things yeah. are. Um, but now that you say that about, I'd never even thought about cutting and pasting out of a, an electronic book <laughs> and putting it to one side, but there are chunks of information that you want. And then when you go back to the book, you've still got to look at every single tab, but if you could just type it in of what you're looking for and it finds it for you, I mean, how simple yes. is that? Yes, it's very simple, especially if it's a large book and you have like large information. Yeah. It saves you time and it managed, I managed to actually um, hold on to that information better when I put it in this database. And especially with a technique of attaching images to it, of writing my own thoughts about it, making yeah. the idea look more personal to me. Yeah, because I've heard about people uh, increasing their memory by looking at an image and then putting that ne what they want to remember next to that image. Exactly, yeah. It's so they can me a recall lot. it a lot easier. And you've just yes. explained how to do it electronically, which, you know, I would have never even thought of that idea. But it's a really, it really helped me. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. So <laughs> you. um, with your chemistry study, I mean, you must have to take in a lot of information. Yes, there's a lot of information. You said earlier that you're, I think you said you're a biochemist. Well, I, I started as a biochemist, then I just decided I just want to be a chemist. So my first year was biochemistry, which is the same as chemistry. We all yeah. take uh, biology and chemistry and biochemistry in the first year, take all the same courses. But then when you want to um, go to the second year, you have to decide whether you are a biochemist, a chemist or a biologist. I just chose to be a chemist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what, what sort of career path does that lead you down to? chemistry opens a large doors in front of you you can go into industry such as uh, manufacturing of uh, i don't know maybe cleaning products bleaches you can go into pharmaceuticals you can go into research and you can continue onto pharmacy and everything it's a really like a great door yeah so um, most of the people you hang around with, like your friends, are they doing the same sort of stuff as you? Or are you in sort of a big mixture of different people who do lots of different topics? 
Well, of course, I have a friends who are uh, my university friends who do um, the same major. Some of them do biology, some of them do mathematics. It's all in the niche of natural sciences. Um, I also have friends who do, uh, my closest friends who do English literature, child education, yeah. geography, optics. They're all like a vast uh Vast differences in what they do. Yes, yes. There's so vast differences, yes. So has your study been tougher than you thought? Well, it hasn't been tougher than I thought. Um, it's just every every single course, there is a single hardship to it. There's yeah. a single, um, as you said, like there's a lot of information in chemistry. There's a lot of concepts that you need to understand. And to me, I don't like just to memorize. I don't like to know like A plus B gives us C. I don't yeah. like to memorize this. I like to understand the reasons behind this. Yeah. So yeah, when you have this mentality, when you have this curiosity, it's very it's, it makes it things harder for you because um, you're always willing to understand understand and all to research about it to actually know and to be honest sometimes when you're like in a workload and there's a lot of information in a single course you'll be like just i just don't want to know i just it's, it's too much <laughs> yeah because it sounds like you're really increasing your workload i mean when i was studying does, psychology yeah. they would say oh look you only have to do 10 hours of study a week but then you get to the week when you've got an exam or you have to write a paper and you find that 40 or 50 hours that week have gone by with you studying because like you, you want to know more about the concept you're exactly. reading about. And you can just read that concept and write a paper on that. But when you learn all the extra bits and all the time you spend researching online, you actually spend a hell of a lot more time than what, what they say it's going to take you. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're doing something that you actually like and you're doing something that you want to build a career and I don't see this as a waste of time because um, you're growing your knowledge. You are, And I always think that when you um, want to understand, let's say, A, and A has uh, lots of other um, sub-levels under it that they don't give us in school. Yeah. If you actually learn and read about those sub-levels, A becomes easier. Like yeah. you understand this concept better. And it's the same thing as when, let's say, if um, you are given a topic and it's a sub-level of something, a subtopic. there's also, it's a, it's a part of a bigger picture that they don't give us at school. Yeah. So if you want to research that bigger picture, this very hard big picture, if you just read about it, um, A will be very, very um, easy to you. It will be very, you will know it's just part of something. So you wouldn't actually be, um, it wouldn't be as hard as just studying it alone. So research can actually be effective at some point. But as I said, when you have this workload, when you have this stress, this uh, everything going on around you, it becomes, yeah, it becomes like really, like you don't, you don't have to do that. You just have to study what's given to you. You can research that later in summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I guess yeah. if you're using that platform for your databases, you can always access that easily to go back and find yeah, exactly. what you want to do. Actually, I actually started using it um, for, um, for university this semester, and I'm not really using it. I want to teach myself to use it better in my schoolwork. I'm using it good for my, for my work, for my job, for, and for my readings and all my writings. I just need to teach myself to use it for my... Uh, for studying because it's really effective. So how do you find time to to look at that uh, more in depth when you're so busy? It depends on the platform, actually. 
um, this platform is very organized. It's yeah. very, I'm not sponsoring or something. <laughs> it's just this. It's very organized and it's very like it's very easy to use. Yeah, user friendly. So I guess this is this makes it easier. It's not like all chaos and everything. Yeah. So what has been your biggest accomplishment so far in your life? And I just want to tell people that you're actually, you're 20. So you're already accomplishing quite a lot. Um, but what do you think so far is your biggest accomplishment? Is it going to university? Well, yeah. Yeah, it, it might be going to university and actually actually doing something that I'm not, I don't really, like something I love. Like this is an accomplishment to me, and also an accomplishment is uh, all this organization. Like trying at least to be organized uh, yeah. with my tasks, and and uh, I don't know if it's effective to the, till this day. But I think that really um, time management and organization really helped me. So I consider this as an accomplishment. Yeah, and and when I said to you, what sort of topic would you like to talk? about usually when i ask people they send me back one topic and i think like 20 seconds after i said to you what topic would you like to talk about i think you had four or five and you said and these are just <laughs> off the top of my head i've got more that i'd like to talk about so i, do, well, I, did, I did want to ask you about um, goal setting because i think you do daily goal settings don't you yeah i do i have a notebook yeah and yeah so i write I write my daily goals. I write my daily tasks because I actually didn't know how how I lived before I did this. Like right. how I did my tasks. I don't know. Like if I didn't have a task written on this paper that I know that wants me to to cross it, I don't know how I actually did a task before. Right. Like actually, what motivates me is that I have this task and there's this little box beside it, and I just have to check it. And if I didn't check it, then I I was unproductive today. Okay. Yeah, especially on the big track, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially on a big task. I don't try to like force myself to do all the tasks. I I have like ten to eleven tasks. It depends on the day. Yeah, and I just don't like to try to like make myself feel bad. Yeah, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, if I didn't do that, well, I will do it tomorrow. It's okay. Well, that's good. Especially like I try to my best to uh, prioritize my tasks. So if I just want to do two or three things today and I, I ask myself uh, that question, like if I did these three things, am I satisfied for today? If yeah. the answer is yes, then I was like, I will do the rest of my tasks, but I wouldn't add much pressure. But if the answer was no, well, I will keep doing my tasks and I will try my best to actually finish them. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, what, what do you think your unique skills are? But I think organization is one of them. <laughs> you do? <laughs> And where do you see yourself in five years' time? Well, in five years, I would be 25. And hopefully no, I would be 26 because have... you're nearly 21. Well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I would be 26. I would be becoming 26. Like it will be April 19, 2025, and I would be stressing on the fact that I will be 26. Hopefully I would have done um, <laughs> things by then and I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, it's too late to do something. It's no, look, it's not too late. I went yeah, back to study yeah. when I was, uh, I think I was 40. And yeah, yeah. Uh, that changed my life. So it's never too late. It's never uh, too late, yeah. Th- there's plenty of time to do things. And I, look, I was just reading uh, an update on Instagram today, and I think they said Colonel Sanders, who came up with the idea for Kentucky Fried Chicken, yeah. started at 65. 65. 
Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. right or not, but 65. I mean, so look, you've got 45 years to go. Yeah. Yeah. I was joking. I don't think it's never too late to do something. And yeah, I've heard about this. Actually, he was like working. Uh, he was homeless at some points. He lived in his car and then he just started this family recipe and it just blew the world. So yeah, it's never, never, ever too late to actually start doing something and start discovering things about yourself. I've heard about many people who studied and did their PhDs in something and then completely just shifted towards another niche, another topic. So yeah, it's it depends on what, what's your, how you are shifting in that period yeah. of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on, um, you know, really what you want to achieve out of life. I mean, some people are happy to just continue doing whatever they start at 20 and other people want to change what they're doing, have new ideas. I think, though, in psychology, it's important to keep always learning. Yeah, I always say that, like, always learning, always growing. I live by this. Always learning, always growing. This is something I always tell myself. When you always read, when you always um, talk to people intelligent, uh, talk, sorry, talk to intelligent people, um, you always uh, learn, you always grow. And this is life. And this is something I've read in uh, a neuroscience, in the neuroscience book I'm reading. Um, Like our neurons, they... Um, they fire and they wire. So whenever you just give them something, um, they wire more and thus it makes you smarter. So when you always learn, you always grow, you always become smarter. It's just the body that doesn't get younger, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's a saying that says you are what you eat. So I guess uh, if someone just focused on his diet, it will actually increase his activity of his body and the activity of his brain, which is something I talk about on my Instagram, um, what, what vitamins you should eat, what proteins you should uh, take in order to actually have both a, a physical and a mental healthy uh, body. I must go back and read those. <laughs> well, they're always there. Uh, I didn't answer your question about where I see myself in five years. Yeah. Um, well, I don't really like what, well, well, if you told me like two years ago where I would see myself in two years, I wouldn't have known that I would be like, we would be in um, COVID. We would be in Lebanon. There's a major economic crisis. I don't know if you've heard about it. No. Um, yes. The, our dollar two years ago uh, was a thousand and fifty, a thousand five hundred. Sorry. Now it's uh, 13,000. Wow. So, yeah, it increased exponentially and everything is very expensive and people are very having a hard time. So, yeah, it's, uh, there's an economic crisis. There is a COVID and, uh, yeah, we try to pave our way and try to be positive around, around what's happening. But sometimes it just gets to you, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, look, with yeah. COVID last year, we were... I think we were one of the first countries to actually be in a major lockdown. And in the state of Victoria, uh, I can't even remember how long it was now, but we had curfews at 8 o'clock where we couldn't leave the house. I was lucky enough to work. But still, it it was quite a long time that we're in lockdown and so many people suffered from that. Um, I think the good thing about it is that what we did here... um, sort of showed the rest of the world that if you do that, then you can continue on and things will get better. And we've always got to have hope, haven't we? 
yeah, it teaches us too many lessons. Like something, um, one of the lessons it, it taught me that on, on one day um, we were socializing, we were hugging, we were um, shaking hands, we were uh, in, uh, sitting in crowds. The other day, exactly the other day, we were wearing masks. We were we were socializing. We will uh, sorry. We were social distancing. We we stopped socializing. So yeah, how life in just one one day can actually flip around, and we um, we have to adapt. And why we humans, we are adaptable. We we adapt. I mean, um, we are adapting right now, and we adapted. I think. Do you think yeah. we adapted? Yes. Yeah, look, yeah. I think I, I think a lot of people did adapt really well. Um, it, it's it's a shame for people whose businesses weren't able to adapt. Um, yeah. But you you just saw the um, you just saw how people could change their business around and accommodate not being able to have people in their shops or you know even taking your car to the garage dropping it at the bottom of their driveway and leaving the keys there and then they yeah. came down and disinfected right. the keys and then took the car up you know there were so many things that were good but I, I must admit here, I don't know if you don't have to wear masks there now when you're out in public, but just to see people's smiling faces again, you know, because with a mask on, you just never knew what anyone was doing and you didn't yeah, right. know if you were making them happy, sad, angry. So to see people's mouths again, it's just, it's really good. Yeah, we're still wearing masks, yeah, in public. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully things will get better by uh, a few months with the vaccines and all. Yeah. Look, I'm sure they will. It, the world's changing around now, isn't it? England seems to be... Yes, inshallah, yes. Yeah, things don't actually will stay like the, 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 the way they are forever. I mean, it's just a phase that we are passing through. And, and yeah, we hopefully will leave with the lessons and with the... There is a heartbreak. There is uh, this break in you that like you didn't actually do the things you wanted to do when you were like 20 and all and just in every single age. But yeah, you, you learn from it. You take it as an experience and something that you actually have to be proud of. I mean, you have to embrace your scars. Am I right? Uh, definitely. Look, I, I, yeah. I, I have a younger guy who's in his, uh, I think he's 24 who works for me. And, you know, I said to him at, while we we're in lockdown, how do you feel about not being able to go out nightclubbing or to pubs or, you know, just out? And he was like, well, you know, just used to it, you know, you can't do it. So you don't worry about it. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, when I was his age, you know, I was out every night and having a great yeah. time and I would have found it really difficult. But I guess if you're growing up through that, then you don't know any different because that's just the way it had to be. Yeah, the mentality changed. If someone did this stuff, yeah, you miss them, but um, you just can't miss them forever. I mean, it's okay. We, we adapt. How brilliant was Zoom? I mean, it just yeah. made, it, made it that we could all still connect with each other um, yeah. and we couldn't hug people, but we could see them. Exactly. Yes, it's it's uh, it really made things easier, and I think like social media at uh, social media in general actually taught us that, or actually Corona taught us that we can use social media for our good. We can actually um, follow people who um, who can influence us to positive things. Who we can just choose actually what we want to follow. We used to follow back then. We used to follow like. Um, Maybe, I don't know, maybe models, maybe um, pages that are just for memes and stuff. But now there's a great growth in pages that are for education. 
Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I, in my page, I met lots of young people who are my age and like started something on their platform um, to share knowledge, to inspire, to do actually to, to have a voice, basically. And so, I think as you yeah. say there, um, a lot of the education facilities, you know, started putting things up that were free. It wasn't necessarily the whole course, but there was certain things that you could go online and read or do. And, yeah. and it sort of gave us free education, which is not a bad thing at all. Yeah, it taught us that we don't have to depend on school to actually learn. We yeah. can like, I mean, the biggest source of knowledge or education is basically YouTube. You can start with a YouTube video about something and then the next day you find yourself researching and reading papers about uh, the things that you watch on YouTube. Yeah, you start small, maybe an idea you read online and yeah. you just yeah. thought to yourself, oh, I want to know more about this. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. start just reading and diving in the topics and you actually learn stuff. Yeah. And it might lead to something big. Maybe you just want to specialize and shift your entire studies into that certain topic that you did. Or maybe it will just be for your own uh, beneficial knowledge. Yep. yep. Brilliant. Brilliant. When I meet new people, especially on Instagram, because I haven't been on there that long, um, yes. but I reach out to people. Oh, I hate saying reach out. I like saying <laughs> I contact people. I, I contacted you because I read some of your stuff and I really liked it and it resonated with me. And I thought this is someone that I want to talk to. But yeah, I think we have covered everything. And it, it's, it's just really great to know. Like when I said to you, so whereabouts in the world are you? And I expected you to say America or maybe the UK because that's where most people are that I speak to. And then when you said <laughs> Lebanon, I was like, wow, my first uh, podcast with someone in Lebanon. Oh, that's amazing. I'm honoured. <laughs> I'm a Palestinian living in Lebanon. Yeah. yeah, it's just brilliant that, you know, uh, I guess before COVID, I mean, I wouldn't have even known how to work Zoom. I wouldn't have even known what it was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and now it's just a way to connect. I mean, when someone like says, I want to meet you, you just don't think like, oh, I want to go to a restaurant or something. You just say, oh, okay, where's the Zoom link? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, it just became like a mean of life, something that something normal. I mean, all my meetings are held on Zoom and my classes, my work and everything. So it became something really normal. All right, yeah. well, uh, do you want to give your handle out again so that people can find you on Instagram? Well, uh, my Instagram handle is at neuro underscore cam. I post there something that actually benefits you and you don't even have to know much about chemistry and biology. I try to my best to simplify the concept and to actually start from point zero and actually give you um, a reason behind why A plus B equals C in a very simple and fun and engaging way using uh, uh, my technique actually depends on colorful colors, yep. uh, little illustrations, characters and everything, making making the experience more engaging, more more fun. And it's just like reading something that will actually stay with you. Yeah, well, that's so, yeah, how I you found you because it. I saw like the first one and I went, oh, I'm going to read this. And then I realized you flick it across and there's the next part and then the next part. And you explained it really well in really easy terms to understand. And it was just great because yeah. I don't I think anyone else is doing what you're doing. I hope so. <laughs> I use the technique I use when I, I'm, I'm learning about stuff, which is the, uh, the one I told you about, the images, where yeah. I attach images to text. I always try my best to attach images to the slides I post on the on Instagram. I try my best to put these little characters um, 
um, that demonstrate what I'm trying to show in that post. Yep. All right. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us on Life Changes You. It's changed my thank life so because now I've learned about how to do databases and why it's more important to have an electronic copy of a book rather than a book. So thank you so much thank for Thank you so time. much for having me. That's okay. And I'll see you soon. Well, that was another episode of Life Changes You. If you want to contact us, we're available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we also have a website, lifechangesyou.com.au. So until next time, take care of each other, and thanks for listening.